Welcome to the Fod Eater Fod Path. <laughs> hey everybody, Froth here. Fod Eater Podcast, Fod Eater Blog. I hope you're having an awesome weekend, or you had an awesome weekend. I uh, really appreciate you listening. Thanks for checking it out. It's Sunday, so if I'm podcasting on a Sunday, that means I got to run my Night Below campaign last night. Uh, my Sunday show basically just recapping what happened running the uh, second edition Night Below box set with my first edition BX kitchen sink house rule mashup that I run. And uh, I enjoy doing this show um, because I try not to, you know, I don't think it would be that interesting if it was just. You know, Bill the Elf went here, and Ellen the Thief went here, and this happened. I like to use this as an excuse to just talk about uh, ways I run my game, or mistakes I make, or things I do well, and just philosophy, and sometimes it's hard to just come up with ideas just on the spot, but... Every time you run a game, different things come up, and so it, it's a it's a way to kind of prompt me to think about different aspects of running games, and so hopefully it's more enjoyable to listen to than just you know like a dry matter of fact sort of campaign uh, recap. And I can tell you this: it wasn't wasn't a typical game last night because it was uh, spoiler alert. Party wipeout. Um, actually, one got away, but it was the brand new character from the player who had uh, their character die last week. So I hope this will be interesting to listen to. It's definitely an interesting session. Uh, I was actually saying to one of the players right before we started, maybe I tempted fate or something, but. You know, the, the character death last week was the first one of the set of the uh, campaign. And the campaign's been running about a year now. There were a couple of months that we, maybe two and a half months that we barely played at all. But as far as on the actual calendar, the uh, last session started the end of March, I mean, the, the uh, beginning of the campaign started last March, towards the end of March, so, it's a, you know, a long time, and uh, I was just remarking how amazing we hadn't had a player death, a character death yet, and part of that's because, uh, I mean, this is a group that's, I'm really blessed that I've been playing with for a long time, you know, at least many of them, uh, one of them probably 10 years, a couple of them, you know, probably eight years, you know, since before my daughter was born. So, uh, good players, you know, and you have players and been playing together for that long. It's, it's a, it's just good. Cause you're kind of on the same page with things and you, not that you necessarily need it, but you know, you know, you're doing something right. No one would sit at your, your player at your table. For that long, if they weren't enjoying it, unless they, unless they 
or a masochist or something. Uh, but anyway, I probably shouldn't have said anything in Tempted Fate because uh, it, this was one where, you know, last session, if you listened, if not, I'll tell you, basically they, the party's been traveling in these subterranean cave uh, tunnels and passageways and uh, these are the tunnels that various bandits and uh, humanoids have been using to move around the Heronshire area which is kind of the campaign setting major area of the the, the uh, night below and they've been using it to using these cave systems to travel undetected so the party has after having discovered them and everything uh, has been just traveling underground seeing where they go and seeing how the network works so last session they uh, randomly encountered a large group of bugbears large group of bugbears and uh, were surprised were sleeping and everything and so uh, you know if I was going to guess which of these two sessions would be in the would it be a TPK? It would have definitely been that one, but they they managed to survive with only one loss, uh, that of the uh, the magic user Fenric, and I guess this is a good point to talk briefly about the Night Below campaign itself. There's a lot of good about it. One thing that is not so good, at least in the first book, because this thing is so huge to try to, I would never try to prep for this whole thing at once. You know, it's broken into three books. So I, I know the overview. I kind of know what's going on and happening, but I haven't even cracked really the second or third book at all because uh, so far it's been about a year and we're still in the first book. So I can't speak to those books yet, but the first book, the uh, the random encounter tables are terrible probably the worst part of the campaign so far they're just really for one thing they're really short i like a wide variety and i don't like things to repeat themselves to be honest they're some of the worst encounter tables i've ever seen um i was i was thinking about how i was going to mention this i was trying to think what are the worst i've ever seen probably the 5e curse of strahd uh, kind of wilderness tables that are, are in there. Those are probably the worst I've ever seen because uh, they are really short. You spend a lot of time on the road and it's like you're going to encounter, you end up encountering the same exact thing, you know, a lot. I just, it was one of the first things I changed. And it's, I didn't even, dignify using these tables as a I didn't even dignify it with a at all I didn't even think about it I immediately knew I was gonna use the uh, DMG tables uh, which are my favorites I do want to try to use the fiend folio and monster manual too and stuff more but if I have to just fall back on wandering monster tables and random tables I'll, I'll, I'll like to first edition dmg that's um so anyway uh the 
the bugbears, uh, you know, took out the, the wizard, carried, carried the wizard off. So this session began, uh, we had a couple players miss, so that was definitely didn't help them, but, uh, Zanril the cleric, he had already let me know he was going to be out for a couple weeks, which won't matter. I mean, it won't matter next week. I'm going to be on vacation. I'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, also, uh, Cyril was going to be out again. He's out of town too. So we still had um, four players, plenty to to run. Uh, Moshi the fighter, Mabeldob the gnome fighter. Theory and the Thief, and uh, the new player uh, who switched from a magic user to a gnome illusionist <coughs> named Ariel. The dog patches had also uh, been killed last week, so I had to think about how to bring a new player in. I know everybody that runs at least old school D&D has had to have had some character deaths at some point so you got to think about how you want to bring a new player in um, new character and you know I try to make it fit a little bit but it kind of really depends on where you are and sometimes it can be a little strange depending on what all has happened and what's motivating the the characters and the campaign and other times it can be just as easy as meet somebody at the bar you know well in this situation <clears throat> they are miles and miles and miles and miles and miles underground in these uh cave systems with no no way you know no quick access to the surface in any direction so i thought well what i'll do is to just have this gnome tie you know bound up caught up in these spider webs they'll find her you know bound up in these spider webs you can uh, rescue her that way and i uh, reasoned that maybe maybe the gnomes being an illusionist had been kidnapped by these bandits or humanoids and then they got attacked the band of humanoids or whatever got attacked by a spider and had to you know run or some of them died and left her behind and she's been cocooned up you know to be a, a meal for the spider at some point so the party found her kind of cocooned up in a web up up on the, the roof of uh, one of the passageways ceiling so the party uh um Therian climbed up to let her down uh not she's just gonna have to kind of like cut her down and have her fall so i had moshi roll a moshi's plenty strong to catch a gnome but had moshi uh roll a dex check to make sure she could get under her and she did caught her and that was totally fine kind of you know started cutting her open you know cut it cutting open the webbing and everything to talk to her and um, Ariel mentioned, you know, there was a spider and just then Moshi said something like, yeah, we ain't worried about that spider coming back or made some kind of comment like that. And I said, well, actually, 
here comes a spider. And so I just, this is where, you know, I would never, the, the bugbear encounter, TPK, yes. Um, single spider, no. Uh, this party <clears throat> has worked together really well. Uh, they've faced much greater threats than this. Um, that's what I was kind of alluding to earlier talking about, I don't know if I got into that very well, but the party is part of the reason no one's died is because they come up with great ingenious plans to, to take things on, use great synergy and teamwork and, uh, get really creative with it here. You know, they, they've already faced, uh, at one point in a random counter, something like, you know, five or six huge spiders and somehow walked away from it, even at lower levels. Um, but, uh, here one huge spider comes running at them. They're not surprised party wins initiative and immediately, you know, hit it with one arrow, hit it with a javelin. They've already wounded it. They seem to be off to a great start. Spider comes charging in to bite Moshi and uh, misses. And uh, at this point, it maybe would have been over right there because Therian had the idea, you know, still being kind of up on the roof of the, the ceiling of the cavern, uh, wanted to drop down onto the spider with a tremendous backstab would have been awesome. Um, but the rolls wasn't there. So kind of more or less just falls onto the spider and bounces off onto the floor. Uh, party wins the initiative next round and really a couple of hits here on the spider and it's all over, which is kind of what I imagined was going to happen just to, Quick, here comes the spider back. Wipe out the spider. Meet the gnome. Figure out what the next move is. But, you know, part of the game is that you roll dice to see what happens. And uh, a combination of really poor rolls on their part and great rolls on mine from here out, it just, uh, it just got ugly. Um, they missed every attack roll the next turn in fact the new gnome rolled a natural one on her first attack with her staff so i just had it like hit the hit moshi the half orc in the back of the head i just said that maybe she still was kind of tied up with some webbing at, the, at her feet and didn't have her balance and then the spider got a crit on moshi and failed poison save so it was save or die 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 and of course failed or save now i should say as far as save or die goes i do use save or die but at the same time i'm maybe a little softer than some people are well it's a combination i guess on on death rules in first edition, you can really use, you know, negative hit points and everything, which I don't. I, uh, zero is a zero, but as long as you haven't, you know, had your head cut off or, you know, 
been disintegrated or been burnt in lava, you know, if the body's basically intact right in front of you and it's within a couple of rounds and, uh, and it's magical healing, you know, not a bandage or something, but if you can just like immediately pump magical healing into someone that, that has just died, I kind of treat it almost like CPR or something, you know, I'll let them come back. So while Moshi was dead or dying, however you want to think of it, if someone had gotten a, you know, forced a potion down her throat right then, then, you know, she would have been back, but she was, she was down, down and out and dying. Still had no reason to think this would go, go too wrong because, you know, a couple of hits, Spider would have been done for, but they could not roll to save their lives. I mean, and they weren't even close to hitting it, really, mostly. So the next, you know, a whole nother round of, they got the initiative again, and a whole nother round of them missing. And that's when you could start to feel this thing could turn. And turn it did, because despite the minus two AC of the of Mabeldob the Gnome, Spider hit and hit true and again failed poison save dying at this point party starts to realize what's happening and so it was a kind of a choice there they won the initiative again theory and the thief had to make a decision keep fighting or flee it decided to risk one more backstab attack as it still I uh, should mention this in my games, I don't make thieves. I mean, it has to be somewhat reasonable, I guess, but I don't make them have to move silently and hide in shadows and everything successfully to get their backstab off. Really, if they can get like a rear attack on something that's already engaged, I'll usually just let them use a backstab. Some people might totally hate that idea, and I get that. I mean, it's your game. Do what you want. Some people might think that's overpowered or whatever. I don't know. To me, it's not. It's really a single target thing. So a lot of the time, you might call it overpowered, but it really just amounts to overkill, you know. If it's a, a hit, might have killed the orc anyway. And, you know, five damage is the same as 24 damage, really. It doesn't break anything. It's still a single target attack. And... It uh, it makes the thieves fun, and you know I, I don't try to balance everything out perfectly on the monster side, and I don't mind the characters having some power too. It doesn't really break anything. There's nothing to break, I guess. <laughs> so I think it makes it fun to play a thief. It's how I'd want it. Um, I guess it is a little bit more modern, but what's the point in some of this stuff if you never get to use it? If every time you, every time you want to use one of your main, you know, one of your features, you got to get everything perfect to use it. Now, the assassin's assassinate ability is a little bit different because that's it could be a you know an instant kill, but yeah, you get around the back of a creature while they're engaged in combat. I'll give you the backstab. So, anyway, the uh, 
theory and pushed his luck, wanted that last, you know, wanted that backstab and uh, missed again. And uh, so was stuck there. The gnome, the new gnome, saw the writing on the wall and she decided to kind of disengage and get out of there. If you forego an attack, you know, I'll have let you disengage and move your speed away. So that's what the, the gnome did to start getting out of there. And uh, then it was the spider's turn, turned to the thief. Thief still, still had like, I think AC3 or something, but it did not matter. Rolled like a 19 or something. And of course, the third poison death save in a row failed miserably like a three so dead so the only player that got away the only character that got away was the brand new gnome that they just rescued off of the you know out of the webs the rest of them dead so i would never have thought this one single spider would go that way especially even after the first round but that's why you roll the dice and so it was a blood bath. Um, but you know, no one was, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to sound flippant about character death. It sucks. You know, it really sucked that, uh, they'd been playing these characters for so long. They'd gotten so many items and worked their way up so, so high, you know, they're like fourth or about to be fifth level. Some of them, which is, you know, it takes some work and time to get up there. Had lots of items and uh and they were beloved characters. Uh loved Moshi, the uh the chicken loving half orc and Mabeldob, the anal retentive semi literate gnome. Um Therian came on a little bit later, but was still a cool, you know, fun little halfling thief character and uh and it was a damn you know it's a shame when it happens sometimes when you have characters that you really like as a gm it's a shame when you have to kill them but that's just how it goes but um it got us all talking we started rolling some new characters it's funny because when the when Cyril and Xanril come back, they're going to be like, am I at the right table? Because not a single character will be one that they recognize. Every single one of them will be a new character. It's like, Froth, is this your game? I'm not going to tell them what happened. I'm just going to let them show up and see it and be like, what the hell happened? But it got us talking about different deaths and our games. And like I'd mentioned at the beginning, I'm, been pretty blessed, really blessed, honestly, with a good group. Because some people are just uh, like two-year-olds about having their character die. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time because I've been running for this group pretty exclusively, but I've seen it at other tables. Um, and a uh, player that plays Mabeldob was telling me, because he GMs as well, and he was telling me the story about one player that died in his game, stood up and went on a 10-minute wine streak about what a terrible GM he was, how, what a terrible other, the other players are, 
and uh, just whining about dying. And, uh, you know, had to be, obviously, wasn't welcome to come back to the game. But it's just, it's just part of the game. But uh, despite that, I'm still always thankful when to see people take it in stride, you know, not get jerked out of shape about it. Cause I get if you really liked a character and it was hard work, but it is just a game, you know, <laughs> some people, boy, oh boy, they do not like dying. Um, <laughs> but we started rolling, uh, roll new characters and man, they rolled great. They had roles that like if a player just showed up to your game and said, here's my ability scores, you know, you might, kind of look at them out of the corner of your eye like okay sure yeah those are your ability scores but they rolled great in fact moshi uh, well formerly moshi she rolled two 16s two 15s and two 14s those are her scores um player that plays Therian rolled almost as well i don't know like a 16 15 14 14 you know Nothing under a, he had nothing under a 13, I think, and she had nothing under a 14. So he ended up having the scores for a ranger. So that'll be cool to have a ranger come in. I think she's still just leaning fighter. I think that's what she likes to do is just kill. And uh, I can respect that. <laughs> Mabeldob, I think, is leaning cleric. Um, I think casters are fun to play in my games because I use spontaneous casting. So. Uh, a cleric is a really fun one to play because you have such a large pool of spells to pull from. So uh, I wouldn't mind playing a cleric in my game. So I, I wouldn't blame him for playing one. So we kind of got that going. Now I'm going to be out of town next weekend. So there is no game. So you won't be hearing this podcast next weekend. And actually next Wednesday there will be a hump day blogorama, but the following Wednesday I'll be out of town. So I'm going to have to break that news on the next hump day blogorama cast. I, I hate to miss it, but, um, we will, I will do one next week, but then it'll be off the following week. So there it's almost good in a way for the deaths to happen right before. I know there's going to be a gap in playing because as quick as it is to roll up characters in these old editions, um, you still, you know, you want them to be able to take their time a little bit and not just have to hurry at the table and do it. So we kind of talked a little bit about it, rolled them up. Some of them started tinkering around with it, but it was just like, okay, email me with any questions you have. Um, we'll, you know, t take some time at the beginning of the next session since I'll probably bring them in at third level at this point. So I will give it a chance. Uh, using the, I guess it's like Appendix P, I think. One of the ones in the back of the DMG, you know, you can do percentage chance of of some items and, and that kind of thing. And then the big thing really is, you know, with where the, the group is, uh, underground, uh, and now the only player, the only character from the beginning of the whole campaign is the assassin who's not a sweet man <laughs> who's not very sensitive uh we'll have 
have to see how the motivations uh, work out, what they decide they want to do. I mean, I'm not much on backstories, but Moshi's character was talking about maybe bringing in a half-orc that was like the sister or the aunt of Moshi or something. So I don't know how the... We'll have to see how I'm able to bring these characters in. It won't be underground. They'll have to come back to the town or something. But that's a story for another day. We'll see what happens. It, uh, it was a big shakeup, in other words. Um, you know, sometimes you can throw 21 bugbearers at the party and uh, more or less shrug it off, you know, with a death. And then you throw one spider at them and they can't roll to hit. They can't hit a saving throw. The spider rolls high and all of a sudden you're like, what happened? So that was what it was last night. So anyway, if you're uh, if you're listening on Anchor, ever have any thoughts about anything I say on here, agree, disagree, have a different way of doing it, I'd love to hear from you. All you got to do is uh, leave me a message here on Anchor. You can also email me and uh, anything pertaining to this show, and I can discuss it on the show if you like. It's frothsoft, frothsof at gmail.com. You can hook up with me on Twitter, frothsoft, frothsof on Twitter. And then you got the blog, the Thought Eater blog, frothsoft, frothsofdnd.blogspot.com. Um, I, I wanted to say again that I really appreciate anyone listening to this. I know there are a lot of entertainment choices out there, things, other great podcasts. Not to even mention all the shows, music, things you could be reading, whatever. So uh, I really do appreciate you checking it out. I really enjoy doing these and talking about my game. So on the other side, I do have to apologize, though. If you just were starting to get used to some of these character names, you're going to have to get used to all new ones. But maybe that's not so bad if you're just coming into these late. You don't have to worry about too much of what's happened before. You could start over with new characters with the rest of them. Um, so anyway, I hope you all have had a good weekend of gaming or maybe still have some more on the horizon. And uh, I will talk to you next time.